Hello and welcome to another episode of Crystal Myth Podcast with myself, Leslie Anderson and Mark Dornan. Hello. That was much smoother than last week. <laughs> <laughs> but then you need to forgive me guys because I'm quite tired. I've had a, a harrowing week. I'm not going to get into it, but it was shit. Maybe things will get better. Hey, the Tories got pumped in the local elections in England That's by Labour. But then again, I'm thinking, is it? Because aren't Labour just red Tories? I mean, isn't it just like you're just exchanging one shit for another? Slightly. I mean, yeah, all politicians shit. but Tories are the biggest shits. I know, but then Labour aren't exactly pro-Brexit, are they? Like, It's not like, oh, let's vote for them because they'll get us back in. Oh, I mean, they're not pro-Remain, that's what I might say. <laughs> they're not pro-get back in the EU. Like, um, all shit's so, unpleasant, but Tories are like the, the type of shit that gives people anal blockages and then they die. <laughs> or die. <laughs> well, wait, are they the ones that give you anal blockages and then you die, and then Labour are the ones that give you dysentery, but you might survive? <laughs> yeah, and that's better. <laughs> Slightly better. <laughs> it's a better alternative. <laughs> God. Anyway, we're not talking politics. I just I just found it amusing. Uh, we're talking um, American states, which I suppose yeah, they've got their red and blue, but is it the opposite way around, which is confusing because red is like conservative and blue's sort of not. It is very confusing. Yeah, I know. It's basically just two old men battling it out for power and they've both got sort of dementia, so... <laughs> again it's not much of a choice <laughs> why are they not getting young people in like get some are they just not interested in politics or is it just a case of you i think there's a rule in america again i'm just like sidetracking here i think there's a rule in america that there's a limit into how young there is a rule in america there's a limit to how young you can be but i can't remember what it is it's not it's... that young that you'd be like oh we have to choose between like an 80 year old and a 90 year old like <laughs> No, the, the, right, what is, I need to Google it. I'm sure that our listeners out there in the States will know, probably shouting that is right now, saying, like, that's what it is. But what is the youngest? <laughs> Mark Fillin, because I'm just taking I think it's younger than we are just now. I'm, like, I feel like it's, like, mid-30s. Uh, right, I think it might be late 30s, maybe 37. President. I'm going to say 34. No, no, what is... I'm just saying, what is the youngest, the president of the USA? No, that's not how I should word it. Can, I'm checking, hold on. Age, you can become president. Earliest age, you can become president, I should have said, I should have put. That, yeah, makes more sense than what I <laughs> How do you 45? go back to school? 35? Yeah, so we're then? basically on either side of it. Oh, excellent. So, I mean, we, we if we were American, we could go for it. Except I'm a woman, so I probably wouldn't have a chance. You might. Nah, they don't <laughs> like the gays either. They don't like the gays? I know, the thing is, like, why? They're really, really gunning for drag queens and trans people. They really the are. It's really getting, like, what is... What? Like, the it is because they're gunning people. for trans people, though, because all the wording of all the bills is about, like, like weird as if it's like the 1940s like but they love dame edna well <laughs> dame edna famously didn't like trans people <laughs> all the wording of it though is about like people wearing the incorrect like gendered clothing near children so really they're just it's just a uh, targeting trans Somebody people and Kate i find that really funny because they're so they're more concerned about like drag queen drag queens harming their kids than actual guns harming their kids. Yeah, I mean it is really. I mean, weird if there was a drag be... queen shooting down kids with guns, fair enough. But they don't. They're Even just... then, though, if a drag queen went into school and started shooting down kids with guns, that seems again to be to be a better argument to have less guns, not have less drag queens, because <laughs> that would just be one drag queen committing a violent act. Oh, well, there was that incident with that active shooter who was a trans female to male. But then, I don't know. I don't think that's really relevant, is it? No, especially if you look at the numbers. 
if nearly all active shooters are a cisgender man, then I think we can ignore the one yeah. trans man ever. But it was because it, it, they went to a really severe, it was like a Christian school. Not that I'm saying that they justify it, they're justified by sh- killing kids and that, that's fucked up, but, or t- like people. But they, they went, they, um, I suspect that maybe they were tried to convert them or con- like conversion because of their sexuality or how they felt. Maybe going to an extreme Christian school like that probably warped their minds. But, you know, you shouldn't still go around shooting people for doing for that. Again, either way, the guns are the problem. Take guns guns, out of the situation then the person could have received psychiatric help. Anyway, what we were going to talk about, we are going to talk about Maryland and Oklahoma. I'm sure they're um, fun-loving states. I don't know. know. (laughs) Fun-loving states, indeed. Actually, maybe not, because I don't know, but yeah, well, I was going to say I don't know anything about either of them, but I thought I didn't know anything about Maryland. Checking Maryland's all I know. Checking Maryland's when you get the Chinese when you're too scared to eat the actual foreign food. So you get a chicken Maryland, which is just basically battered, breaded chicken fillets and gammon or some shit. <laughs> and a pineapple. I don't know what that is. I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. I didn't know that um, until I started doing research for this. Well, I I realised that almost immediately and then I thought, oh, I must have known that subconsciously. That all John Waters films are set in Maryland and I've watched, I think, nearly all of his films. Really? I thought it was Baltimore. Baltimore's in Maryland, which I didn't realise. I'm an idiot. (laughs) No, to be fair, that was my exact thought process. I was like, oh, I didn't realise nearly all of his films were set in Maryland and I and then I thought, oh, I assumed they were all just set in Baltimore. <laughs> and then turns out Baltimore's in Maryland. So. Of course. <laughs> Oklahoma is in, I don't know, is that a state or is it? No, it is a state now. It's, I'm getting confused. <laughs> is there anywhere in Oklahoma that I'd be aware of? Tulsa, Tulsa oh. in Oklahoma. That's what I was reading. I, I was like, oh, I didn't realise Tulsa was in Oklahoma. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, I watched Tulsa King. So I guess that that's fine and then he's making out that to kind of make out that it's all like kind of country bumpkins there's not much going on there i mean based on uh, both the songs that i now know about the state no. <laughs> it does sound like it's all country bumpkiny I, I don't know there'll probably be like nice built up bits in Oklahoma. i'm sure <laughs> all i think of is the film like planes like just loads of fields and farms and cowboy land when i think of oklahoma and there's also the, the trail of tears where they made the you know american indians yes move in i think they moved to oklahoma from somewhere who knows uh, <laughs> anyway start with the country bumpkin note is a it's like state nickname is america in miniature because huh? it's got such a diversity of topography so it's got every single landscape type that you find in America, except for desert landscapes and Maryland, which confuses me because I'm like, how, I don't understand how that works, but apparently that's true. Well, um, Maryland, I think of as being like, you know, the old Southern Bell type place. Yeah, like you imagine people walking around in like crinolines and like horse and carriages. Yes. Or is that more South Carolina or, or places like that? I'm thinking of. I mean, I don't think that is what Maryland's like, having now looked at Maryland, but that is what I would have thought of it being like. Whereabouts like is Maryland? Is it in the South? These guys in white it is. going like, when you come to Maryland, honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Mid Atlantic, so it's not. It's, it borders Virginia, West Virginia and Washington, D.C., so it's not that southern. No, but in my head it also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Sounds they've like got that. all kinds of topography. They've got all types of people as well. They've got, like, oh. cool pictures and then <laughs> people dressed in <laughs> old southern garb. It's one of the earliest states that were founded, well, the earliest colonies were in Maryland um, in the 1681, 80s or something. I've just seen that there. Visit Maryland. <laughs> so, are there any interesting myths about Maryland, considering it goes that far back? Or I found quite things? a lot. It goes like not Maryland. The name goes even further back, but Maryland 
has been inhabited. These aren't my myths. I'm just going to give you some random facts before I give no, you that's fine. These things interesting. So it's been inhabited for by humans for at least twelve thousand years. The ancestors of the Algonquin, Iroquois, and Suon people mm. were all definitely settled in that area at least twelve thousand years ago. And then, wow. as you say, like Maryland itself has been settled for a really, really long time. And it, it's interesting as well because it's a, although obviously it was colonized, but where other places were colonized by Puritans wanting to escape mm-hmm. like religious persecution, it was set up by Catholics wanting to escape religious persecution. Who are they? Well, I, I guess from the Protestants in England. Yes. Oh, fair, fair, or maybe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Protestants in Germany. So there were. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. In Germany, yeah, which I didn't know, so I thought that was interesting. So it's quite a Catholic place. I've just seen, uh, just scrolling through, like, search lists about Maryland, and they seem quite sound now, actually, I quite like them, is that the Maryland governor has signed a bill protecting abortion rights and gender something. (laughs) I didn't read the rest of that. (laughs) (laughs) And gender stuff. Gender shit. That makes sense as well, though, because they should also be intelligent because as well as being settled for 12,000 years, they were the first ever place in America to have a school. So the first ever school in the United States opened in 1635. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was called the Boston Latin School, obviously Latin Catholics um, in Maryland, but they didn't just teach uh, Latin and ministry stuff. They taught all subjects. Brilliant. So that's quite cool. Again, I'm aware I'm saying no myths just now. I'll move on to the myth stuff, but I just thought those were all interesting facts. But were uh, there pre were there Catholic priest pedophiles? That's what I want. Well, probably they're Catholic priest pedophiles. Yeah, well, everywhere. <laughs> but right. in the interest of fairness, there's also pedophiles of all other faiths in the world. That's I don't true. know why I said that in a tone like that was positive. Why you work for the bad BBC. thing. Yeah. Other other uh, brands are available and all that. <laughs> Other nonsense because they also <laughs> famously cover up pedophilia. So other nonsense are available. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm assuming we mentioned this in our Ouija board episode, so I'm not going to actually do the Ouija board. But the first Ouija board was carved in Maryland. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then I looked at. So I've got like a kind of mix of just like little bits about different myths. So uh, the Algonquin. Algonquin, Algonquin, sorry, the Algonquin people uh, were the people that first settled Maryland 12,000 years ago. They've got a couple of really cool myths. I'm trailing off while saying this because I've got pictures of some of them, so I'm loading them up so I can send you them while I talk. Uh, So four of their main sort of key most important myths about Maryland are the myth of the Mishy Genbig. I was gonna, f- I was gonna say, is this a word that you can't pronounce? Because yeah, <laughs> such a big gap, Michig. I've written down how to say it phonetically. Michi, no, no, <laughs> Michi Guinea Pig. Okay. Guinea uh, so Pig. Yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for me to remember because you're right, it does just sound like Guinea Pig. Uh, so the Michi Guinea Pig mm-hmm. is a huge. It means the Great Serpent. And it, because it is uh, apparently a huge species of water snake, cool. which has little horns on its head and eats, among other things, humans. So there's quite a lot of like like warnings in their myths, their ancient myths to like watch when you're near large areas of water or by the coast. And most of Maryland is coastal. It's got like a massive coastline. Uh, so to be aware of the mishy guinea pigs and right before you go on just to compare with oklahoma when we're talking about cryptids and aquatic mm-hmm. ones that's weird because when i was looking through myths about missing legends about oklahoma what came up was the oklahoma octopus drags swimmers to the bottom of lakes and eats them so Ooh. they've got that in common one's a snake one's an octopus <laughs> find sure, that really bizarre there's a bit of crossover there yeah. have you ever heard uh uh, Chessie the Chesapeake monster. Yeah, it's like you just that's like boat you make boat face. <laughs> it's yeah. like the American version of Nessie, that's why it's called Chessie. Oh, and how, that's cultural appropriation. That is, <laughs> there they? 
But Chessie yeah. is a mishy guinea pig. Oh, right. So it is literally like a sea serpent that, that you know, the, the cliche Nessie thing where you see the humps. Yes, like, it's, it's exactly that. Seat. So that's why they're like... Which I don't think Nessie like looks like mm, Yeah, I get you. you but then the actual you... description of it, hold on, I'm going to... So Chessie is the, the one of these uh, mishy guinea pigs or the group of these mishy guinea pigs that live in the Chesapeake Bay area. Yeah. Uh, so it's said to live in the Chesapeake Bay area. There's been, it's been named as Chessie, or the, no, it wasn't, it was called the Chesapeake Bay Monster originally. So in 1936, when basically non-native people started spotting it, they called it the Chesapeake Bay Monster, but it matches up with the descriptions of the people that lived there already. And now it's really, part of the reason it's really famous, so one, it's like the American version of Nessie, and two, it's like the sort of um, mascot for the American environmental and ecological, yep, thank you, environmental and ecological <laughs> uh, health movement, because right. this part of the group that like campaign against that started in the Chesapeake Bay area, and part of the original information was basically saying oh don't pull out the rivers or you'll kill chessie but there's been lots of spottings of it so a military helicopter or of not of chessie specifically of michigan guinea pigs so there was a military helicopter that was flying over bush river in maryland in 1936 and all of the soldiers on board agreed that they saw something reptilian and unknown in the waters uh, and it was clearly a gigantic serpent there's another one to perch fishermen in 1943 Uh, called francis clarman and edward ward good names said that they spotted something in the waters near baltimore which were now established (laughs) (laughs) so francis said this thing was about 75 yards away from us and it was at a right angle from our boat at first, we thought it was just something floating in the water. I like that because technically it was something floating in the water, even when it was a sea serpent. Why didn't they just catch it with their fishing? They're not very good fishermen then. Don't you talk about Francis that way? Oh, <laughs> I'll talk about Francis that way. Can you catch a fish? So he said... Like it a was... serpent. <laughs> catch fish, fine. He's got issues with serpents. He said it was black and the parts that were out of the water seemed to be about 12 feet long although it could have been longer than that because there was parts of it in the water it had a head about as big as a football i think he probably means an american football an american football so what wide and long <laughs> yeah because he said it looked quite like a oh, horse oh. head oh so like a seahorse what like a saying? seahorse like a seahorse's no. head on a snake's body and then i like this wee bit at the end of his thing it says a uh, it turned around several times to look at us before it swam away. So like, I think I was also surprised to see them. So I take it back that they shouldn't fish it. They shouldn't fish it out of the water. Leave it alone. No, you know? the environmental activists will get you. They, they would be raging. Yeah. The guinea pigs. Uh, eight, no, not 18. <laughs> I'm jumping <laughs> backwards now. 1982. I mean, it could have been 1892, to be fair. But 1982, a couple, Robert and Karen, threw claimed that they that videotaped what 1982 robert and carol through so it does had a wee story that they wanted to tell you <laughs> they said they saw chessy or another michigan big i've run out of the ability to rhyme now near kent island they videotaped it you can watch it online i wouldn't recommend it it basically shows <laughs> a sort of brown shape out in the water but they said before they started filming it they did identify it was a sea serpent okay. i mean there's loads of them where's it there's another one i liked that where is it oh april april the 5th 2014 okay. there was a report that when someone whose name i haven't written down was parked on the side of the arendelle beach road in maryland they uh, were chilling out while the tide was high and they and their friend saw a mishy guinea big 
less than five feet away from their car. The man said it was very snake-like. It was around 30 feet long. It didn't have any fins on its body anywhere that you could see. And it had a slender foot, American football-shaped head. <laughs> of course, because it's the American-looked-ass monster. So it has to have an American football for a head. He couldn't say for sure if it had scales or leathery-type skin, but it was clearly black and glistening. It did not rise out of the water for long, but the head and the tail end breached the surface for a prolonged period of time as it moved through the water. It moved with a serpentine motion. The other witness said that he first questioned himself as to whether he was seeing something at all and if it was two separate animals he was seeing traveling quite far behind one another but as it rose in and out of the water he realized that it was definitely one creature and it was creating a beautiful pattern on the surface of the water when asked when the men were asked by another person interviewing them why did you not take any photos of this yeah i was going to say that this is 2014 they had their phones on them he said to be honest, I really like this as well. To be honest, I was so busy trying to figure out what the hell I was looking at. It didn't occur to me to take my phone out of my pocket. Like, fair. So you know, like, what would happen with me in that situation is I would probably try and take my take a photo of it. But by the time I actually got my photo, like my phone out, um, unlocked the screen and got the camera up, it would be fucking gone. Yes. And then I would have missed the magic. So just live in the now. Don't use your phones to film every goddamn thing. Agreed. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe certain circumstances. I don't know. Maybe certain circumstances you do need to film things so that people can be held to account. But I do think there's just too much of this. Oh, some, there's some crisis going on. I know what I'll do. I'll get my phone out rather than go and help or go away or run away. I'll just phone it. Magic of the mesh. The Michigany Bigs. I love the Michigany Bigs. Sounds just such a lovely name for something. It's so cute. I like that it seems very like chill as well. It's not. It doesn't seem yeah aggressive or anything. I get that obviously there's the warning of eating you, but it doesn't actually seem to be eating anyone. Maybe Uh, they just say that so that you stay away from it and you're not harming it or anything. So just stay out the river because it'll eat you, but it won't actually eat you. It'll probably. I reckon it would probably um, be like that beluga whale and push you back up to the surface yeah, pop you like, oh, you don't belong in here on you go yeah right i'm going to send you these wee guys okay wee guys these wee guys here how these things go up to the surface oh my god <laughs> what is that what is that first thing he looks like a, a raj caveman or something like, <laughs> like a hairy guy with eyes so the first one is a. I'm looking for how I'm going to say this. Is um, <laughs> Mimi Gwesi. And then the Does wee chap. No, it doesn't. What? And then the wee chap underneath them that does have legs is, uh, which we've definitely mentioned before because I actually, again, it's didn't like realise they're from time. Maryland, but I sometimes call John one of these and I quite often call the Myth Child one of these as well. The wee creature underneath him is a. Uh, Pugwidgey. Oh yeah, yeah, the Pugwidgey. Yeah. I don't know whether they're little tits or they're little moobs or what. Um, the either or. It looks really sad though. Why is it all sad? Its face is all droopy. It's got big sad droopy eyes. It's because it's not in the forest and Pugwidgey's oh, okay. little men of the forest, so he's probably like, oh. <laughs> Right, well, who's this? this? No. Meg Wessie, funny. Yeah, I don't need to say it because we've talked about Pugwidgees before. Yeah. So the little men of the forest, they're like little enchanted creatures that live in the forest and are little sort of um, friendly trickster spirits. But then you've got the... Angry hairy ball. The angry hairy ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, the <laughs> Memiguasi. So the Memiguasi is kind of like a Pugwidgee, but instead of being a little man of the forest, they're the little water spirits. So apparently they can only be seen by young children and medicine people. Nobody else can see them. And they're good, friendly creatures, but they will play tricks on disrespectful people. So if they think anybody's an arsehole, they will, like, hide their stuff. You should get some of them um, in your class in school. (laughs) (laughs) You have some in the drawer and unleash it if anyone's disrespectful. Exactly, and then just pretend that you don't know what what they're talking about. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to see them anyway. Only they'd be able to see them terrorising them. <laughs> but um, as you can see from the picture, Leslie, they are covered in hair. Are they? they have... I thought, I don't. I was like, is there? You see, they're covered in hair, or it's something small hiding in a giant hairy costume. No, he's covered in hair. So they're right. covered in hair. They've got either no noses or tiny little noses. Yeah, I can see the nose. It's really tiny. And their favourite things to do, other than uh, playing in the water, is to paint and carve. So I feel like you'd get along really well with them. But how can they paint and carve? They don't have any fucking arms or legs. That's abilitated. He holds the shows in his mouth, you monster. <laughs> so, and he's covered in hair. He could literally be a paintbrush and just bounce on the cap. Yeah, he'd be really good at painting. Yeah. And they live in the water, so it's not like he's going to get all matted. He can just do his painting and then roll back into the water. Um, but yeah, I like them a great deal. They're both cute. And then I really like, so the other myth that I looked at is the myth of, I say the other one, I then went on and looked at post-colonial myths as well, but the other wee one that I looked at from the Algonquin people is Nicomis. 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 Christmas. But, yeah, I mean it's not, but I like that it, it does sound like um, uh, like a Italian Christmas. Nicomis. So Nicomis right. is an ancient lady. She's as old as Turtle Island itself, if not older, and she's the daughter of the moon. I'm the daughter of the moon. You're the daughter of the moon as well. That's true, but you're younger than Nicomis. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> the moon gave birth to a baby. The baby was Nicomis. She came down to Earth. And she's been here ever since. She has taken many lovers over the years. She is, according to the myth, the ancestor of some pretty big, some pretty big deals. One of them being she is apparently the like great great grandmother of and raised Hiawatha. Oh, is he? That's a man, isn't it? <laughs> Hiawatha is a man. <laughs> I just the only thing I know about Hiawatha it was from a, a really cheesy cartoon that my mum would buy on VHS every time she went to the co-op in the Green Hill Square. There would be a, like a new VHS of this like story. These all seem to be kind of American stories because uh, one of them was like Paul Bunyan, which was really bizarre, uh, and one of them was Hiawatha. And I honestly don't remember much about it other than it was a cartoon and there was a guy called Hiawatha in it and he might have had a, a pet, but I don't know what he did. I think he had, it might have been quite fairness, stereotypical. When I read that <laughs> she was the ancestor of and raised Hiawatha, my thoughts were immediately like, oh, that's really interesting because he's really famous. And mm. then, who is Hiawatha? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Hiawatha was the leader of the On Ondaga people. He was also uh-huh. the leader of the Mohawk people, and he brought the two tribes together, which was a really big, important event in Amer- like Native American history. And he was the co-founder of the Iroquois, Iroquois. Confederacy. Iroquois, sorry, Iroquois Confederacy. Yeah. Which again is a very important piece of Native American history. So without the moon giving birth to Nicomas, that wouldn't have happened. She also is apparently the mother of Nana Nana Bozo, who's the Native American trickster god for lots of different tribes. It's like Loki. Yeah, 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 he's he's the American Loki. Um, I didn't look into Nana Bozo, though, because he... Isn't technically a Maryland myth. He's a, a whole of America myth, whereas she yeah. she apparently crashed but to it, either I, Earth or the sea, depending on where the water was at that point in time. But where Maryland would be, so Maryland's like really important to Nicomus. Why is it called Maryland? Who's it named after? What? Who is this Mary? Queen Mary. Queen Mary. Who was married to King Billy Mary or Mary? I Tudor? don't know. I'm just terrible with. <laughs> Royal lineage. Okay, well. I only care if somebody's been uh, a descendant of the moon. If you're not a descendant of the moon, don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, I mean, speaking of royals, who could fuck here? It's this yeah. bloody Charlie. Like Charlie's sausage finger celebration. <laughs> Charlie's sausage finger. 
he's just going to hold all his sausage fingers up on his forehead like they're a crown and go, <laughs> and everyone will applaud. And then he'll put them on the royal barbecue and everyone will get something <laughs> to eat. And all fairness, I would tune into that. Uh, I don't Maryland know. Maryland should be called Nicomis, though. It should. It sounds better. Yeah, it sounds better. Name. Maryland sounds more inclusive. <laughs> than Definitely. Me. Do you want a couple of um, post-colonial <laughs> myths as well? Yeah, please. Okay, so I've got three of them. Two. I've got the Wizard of South Mountain, who I feel like you'd be a fan of. I'm a fan already, and I don't even know what the story is. The Wizard of South Mountain. <laughs> Yeah. So, Michael Zettel Jr. was born on the 5th of October, 1798. Right. But he's better known as the Wizard the of Wizard. South Mountain. <laughs> Did he wear a cloak and a pointy hat? No. Um, I've got a family picture of him that I could send you, but it's very old. So, it's not, I mean, yeah, there's some good tashes going on, but there's not any exciting hats going on. So, his father was a German colonizer. His mother was a Native American woman. Don't know what tribe she belonged to. Couldn't find any information on it. They had seven children. He was one of them. He was really popular in Maryland because he was Maryland's healer in the 1800s. He offered his services to do lots of different things. So let me see. There's a big list, but I'll go through some of them that just pop out to me. I suppose so maybe. if he'd been robbed by a thief, you could go and see him and he could send out a compulsion for the thief to return your property. And apparently, according to people, that was effective 100% of the time. <laughs> Why do I have a wizard that can find my stuff that I've lost? If you or any of your family members had the fever, go and visit the Wizard of South Mountain. And guess what, Leslie? Okay? No more fever. 100% of the time. I don't know. I feel like this is his PR people telling us this and not actually what's happening. Once a native man had been shot by a white man with a gun, because again, American guns. Yeah. So his family brought him to the Wizard of South Mountain who put hands on the man and when he removed his hands, the wound had closed and he was healed. This guy sounds like Jesus. He's better than Jesus. He's, he's, better the, than Jesus. he's the Wizard of South Mountain. <laughs> is he still there? I hope to think he is. He uh, there was people die. that were bitten by a mad dog. He stopped <laughs> the dog being mad and then cured rabies. the bites. Wow. So he can cast what rabies out. And uh, this is my, <laughs> I really like this one. And there was a wee girl that was terrified of the dark. So he went to visit her instead of her coming to visit him. And they had a chat and she wasn't scared of the dark anymore. <laughs> okay. His greatest spell of all. Yeah, that was that's nice, and I suppose it was a a wee bit further forward the, to the point past the point where they would think he was a witch and want to burn him or hang him. Yeah, because they were. we thought he was century. wizard. That is crazy for like a Catholic country. He did in all fairness though, so that he called himself the wizard, but he did. Um, sorry, massive moth just trying to land on. <laughs> it was. <the> wizard. <laughs> that was unex- It's him. It's <laughs> He's here, like He's coming. He's coming to cure your peanut allergy. <laughs> his book that he kept with all of his sort of incantations and stuff in it, he did call it his, uh, he actually called it his handbook of witchcraft when oh. discussing it, but the name that he gave it was A Friend in Need, which oh, that's lovely because he wanted to help all his friends. But yeah, he did. So he, he self-identified as a witch. What a guy. Like, that's amazing. I've never heard of this. No. How- uh, it just Number goes to show how nice people of Maryland are that they'll accept an actual wizard in that yes. <laughs> Not even accept him, everyone's going to see him. Again, my favourite bit is the little girl that's afraid of the dark. Like, that's great. <laughs> I wonder what I said to her. I like that it's like, oh, don't worry, Samantha, we're going to get the wizard. <laughs> the wizard of South Mountain's coming to visit. Have we chat with you about how you don't need to be scared of the dark anymore? Mm, yeah, I don't know. Nowadays, if a an old guy, well, a guy pretending he's a wizard or saying he's a wizard, wants to come and meet I my do, daughter, I'm like, no, you're not coming. Maybe just told her that um, no matter how dark it is, Nico Missy's mum is always up in the sky, just gear a wave. Ah, or just yeah, or maybe he made it so that it was always slightly lighter, so she can she's not necessarily afraid, or that the moon was always bright for her. That's wizardy stuff. Yeah. So. He was yeah. a good lad. 
Uh, got a less good lad coming up next. Uh, but kind of American Godsy. And also, hmm. I think you probably have heard of this one before. Have you heard of the Snallygaster? No, Snallygaster. It's not a venereal disease. <laughs> it sounds like one. Right. So the Snallygaster was a German monster that came to the Americas with Germans. So obviously, because there was a big Mm. German community in Maryland, the Snallygaster came with. Mm -hmm. So the Snallygaster is a chimera with the upper body of a reptile, the lower body of an octopus, which again links to what you're going to be talking about. It had bird wings and talons. That's um, a really bizarre combination. Oh, and a beak. A I have bird wings, talons, and a beak. Yeah, well, octopus do have beaks, do they not? Or is that just squids? So that makes mm, sense. No, I think octopus might have beaks. Okay, fair enough. That's that definitely weird. a weird combination, especially the reptile bit, because you don't really get a lot of reptiles in Germany, do you? I can't think of them. <laughs> What? I wasn't expecting you to say that. But I get you yeah, get a lot of reptiles. Like, there will be reptiles in government. Maryland, but there's not going to be reptiles in uh, Germany. Like that's a weird. But anyway, there has to be there. There's got to be some sort of lizard. I mean, there's lizards in Britain, but they're not quite lizards. I think they're more. Well, what are they called? I don't know. I'm amphibians. So no, not amphibians. They're 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 not. I don't know. I can't remember what they're called, but they're not quite lizards. Anyway, I've never I mean, seen these are ridiculous like ducks. Yeah, <laughs> they're ducks. So German immigrants began settling in what is now oh, called Maryland in the 1700s. It's a slow worm. It's called. It's not quite, oh, a, it's not quite a lizard. It's uh, like a mm, snaky it's thing. Like, yeah, but it's thicker and it's got. What of King Charles's fingers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, sorry, right. Okay, so when German immigrants began settling in the 1700s in what is now called Maryland, there were many early accounts that described the community being terrorised by a monster. The German version of the monster was called the Schnellergeist, (laughs) but this creature that had followed them, maybe one of its offspring, over to the Americas, they called the Snallygaster. I like Snallygaster better than Schnellergeist. So the Snallygaster was rumoured to sweep silently through the skies at night. No wonder we Samantha was scared. <laughs> and it swooped down to carry off its victims. Uh, the monster would swoop down, wrap you up in its tentacles, carry you off, and use its razor-sharp beak to slit you open and suck your blood. That's interesting because I've got a similar uh, story for Oklahoma, but it's not a chimera. But yeah, I'll I'll let you know what that is in a minute. Mm -hmm. So the Snallygaster is the reason that there's lots of seven-pointed star carvings all over Maryland, which obviously neither of us have ever been there, so we didn't know that. uh, Because seven-pointed stars drive away Snallygasters, so apparently it's like (laughs) a common architectural feature there. Someone should I, make a movie about the Snallygasters and then the talismans against like how they ward them off. I want to see that. Maybe M. Night um, Shyamalan could do it. I want a Snallygaster Wizard of South Mountain. Yeah! Mashup. mashup. The Wizard of South Mountain versus the Snallygaster. That would be brilliant. It'd be better than some of the shit that you've got now on this. <laughs> it could start like in that Brothers Grimm film with um, little Samantha being terrified of the dark because the Snallygaster's outside and then mm. the Wizard of South Mountain turns up with a seven-pointed star and is like, leave her the fuck alone! <laughs> <laughs> Played by Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Let's make this film. Yeah, I mean, the writers are on strike, so now's the time to do it. And then the other one, I mean, there's other reports of this, but they're all just basically like it's swooping down from the skies, dragging people away in the complete pitch blackness. <laughs> same story. Creepy, but same story. Where, where Leslie's the other one that I was looking at? Do, 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 do. Oh, that was the oh. one other interesting fact before I move on to the last one is that apparently Teddy Roosevelt uh-huh. just owned an African safari. So that he could come and hunt the Snallygaster because he was 
fucking done, Leslie. <laughs> dragging people off into the night. He'd had enough. And fair dues. But he just wanted to mount it on his wall of all his other poor animals that he killed. <laughs> yeah, probably he wasn't actually that annoyed with it. He just wanted an extra he trophy. trophy. He's just like, oh, I've not got one of them yet. I got him back that Snelly West Wagger, whatever the fuck is going on. Not Tally Wacker. No, not Tally Wacker. Snelly Wacker. You want my Tally Wacker? <laughs> the deck of the sky. The evil Flying sky deck. deck. <laughs> I suppose, I mean, octopuses are <laughs> quite sexual um, symbols in Japan, weren't they? Tentacle porn and stuff like that. Why am I talking about that? Even like in like ancient well, anyway. is that your second film? Um, picture? you're going to say we should make a film where Teddy Roosevelt fucks the Snally Buster? <laughs> no, I'm I'm talking about a movie where Teddy Roosevelt's got a dick that can detach itself from his body and go and fly <laughs> in the sky and fight the Taliban. <laughs> I mean, he'd be better with the seven-pointed star, but okay. <laughs> Uh, what was that Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter? hunter yeah. <laughs> Teddy that. Roosevelt snally gaster fucker. Gaster <laughs> 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 fucker. Oh yeah, that's definitely got to be made as well. <laughs> so full of Okay, it. last one, which you're yeah. definitely going to want to make into some sort of like shitty mm-hmm. B movie because that's amazing. Have you heard of? The Goat Man of Maryland. Yes, I've covered him, I'm sure. The goat oh, man. did you cover the Goat Man of Maryland? Yes. Well, that'll be why. I've, when I was reading about it, I was like, really? <laughs> this is the only one I've heard of? That's why. Because <laughs> you've told me about him before. Yeah, but let's just remind our listeners who the Goat Man of Maryland is. Okay. Still, for those of you that haven't listened to the Goat Man of Maryland episode recently... Uh, there was once a scientist who worked in the Beltsville Agricultural Research Centre in the late 1940s in an experiment that he was carrying out on a goat. <laughs> like Dr. The Island of Dr. Moreau or something? Yes, which I think you now that I'm remembering it said when you Dr. were Dr. Mephisto. <laughs> he didn't um, give it five <laughs> Causing him to mutate into a half-man, half-goat creature. Right, yeah. Who still lives today. And spends his time aggressively yeah. attacking cars, and cars. <laughs> dogs, and horny teenagers. Yeah. Although I've heard different stories about him as well. Um, that he was just a, they lived in some shack or something like that. Or is that the pig man? No, that's the pig no, man. No, that's I'm the, confused with the pig man. The on him is that he wasn't being violent. He just uh, lives in a makeshift shack. Yeah. Near Prince George's County. And eats any any old shit against grass, whatever. Do you know what? I watched um I went to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie, volume Ooh. three. And I don't know, I shouldn't really say because it's just out and it'd be spoilers. Oh yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers for the listeners, no spoilers for me. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I'll kill you. Well, just say that when you go to the cinema, you'll know what I I was trying to infer. Okay. Refer to. Okay. I will feed back to you at that point in time. Right. I mean, I was really surprised because my sister was like, hey, you want to just go and see Guardians of the Galaxy? And that was on Wednesday night, I think. And um, I was like, what? Is it out? I didn't know this. <laughs> that was all. <laughs> that was quite sudden. So, yeah, we might see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were bits of it where I was just like, I know it's a fantasy film, but I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> anyway, mate, let's get to Oklahoma. Let's. Where the okay. wind goes shooting down the... The plains? Eggs. I don't know. That plains makes more sense. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Where the wind goes flying down the plains. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics to Oklahoma. I probably shouldn't sing it because it's copyrighted or some, something and then they'll come after me. I don't know. So, Oklahoma is a huge state with a wild west history. That's what I think of cowboy land and you know, yes. like little house on the prairie kind of stuff, which probably isn't Oklahoma, is it? I don't know. A ghost on every street corner, UFO every under every. It's actually a really weird place, Oklahoma, when I was looking at it. 
I don't really um, know anything about it. Cowboys, yes, definitely in my head. Ghosts and aliens didn't spring to mind immediately. And there's sort of Twin Peaks stuff in there as well. Like, you know, Whoa. I love Twin Peaks. First of all, let's get to Men in Black. You know, the Men in Black myth. Mm-hmm. Apparently they guard an entrance to somewhere called the Shaman's Portal. So there's sand dunes and beaver. <laughs> so sure. Sorry, what? There's sand in your beaver. It sounded like you said there's sand in your beaver and then just went, oh. Yeah, there's sand dunes and not in your beaver. Um, although there might be if you like that sort of thing. And there's a place called Beaver, Oklahoma. Grow up. <laughs> Records of strange disappearances go back to the 1500s. In Ooh. one report, men travelling with the explorer Francisco Vasquez de Caranado disappeared from the dunes in flashes of green lightning. The area is called the Shaman's Portal. I want to call it the Shaman's Anus, but there we go. But Native Americans have been avoiding it for centuries. Uh, they don't know what it is. They think it's a portal. Who knows where it goes? Uh, or some say it's some sort of electromagnetic anomaly, um, similar to the Bermuda Triangle. I mean, maybe it's to do with ley lines, you know, all those kind of things, magnetics. It's weird. I love this already. Yeah. Um, in, the, in the 90s, now this threw me a little bit because um, where we're from in the UK, if, well, if you're listening in the UK, you're not talking about, we, we had a prime minister, a total fucking hose beast called Margaret Thatcher. And her son was called Mark and he got lost in the desert or something when he was on a race or something like that. And she actually spent our money having people go out and find him. The fucking... (laughs) The fucking Tory bitch. Yeah. Anyway, so in the 1990s, Dr. Mark Thatcher, not that Mark Thatcher... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I started thinking, was it him? Is that where it, what happened when he got lost in the Is that where he was? Yeah, is that where he was? He was in Oklahoma. He was studying the Shaman's Portal. Maybe he disappeared there. He was for three years. Um, He received strange reports because he went there because he kept receiving reports from an Oklahoma State University archaeologist. So that must be legit. Um, Only to be chased away. So he went there and he was like, right, people are telling me some weird shit going on now. People are disappearing. What's going on? There might be some, I'll go and find out scientifically what's happening and when he got there he said he was chased away from the site by men in suits with government credentials which then led to people believing that it was site of a ufo crash and there was an alien craft buried beneath the dunes and anyone who learns about it disappears so they're saying that if you find out the secret of the portal the uh, that the government are going to make you disappear then I believe that there's government officials chasing people away from it. I don't think that means that there's an alien spacecraft below the dunes. I don't get that leap. But so I why would they be chasing people away then? Unless... Well, because they don't want people to know the magical secrets of the dunes, but it doesn't oh. necessarily have to be aliens. Okay. Well, there's also... there's so many. Right, this is something. This is like a real life Friday the Thirteenth, but in Oklahoma. It's quite tragic, really, but it's not really. I don't know. It sounds like a myth, right? There is a myth behind it. There's a mystery behind it. So there was a place called Camp Scott. He's not a homosexual man. (laughs) 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 Girl Scouts, Camp Scott. (laughs) He's not the leader. It is the camp name. It was located in Locust Grove, Oklahoma. What what is it with the names in Oklahoma? It's pretty cool. (laughs) Had been a peaceful Girl Scouts retreat for a long time until the summer of 1977. This sounds like the plot of a movie. When three Girl Scouts were brutally murdered. Oh, didn't see that coming. Yeah, they were only eight, nine, and ten. Oh, my God. They were pulled out of their tent, beaten, strangled, and unfortunately sexually assaulted. Their bodies were left on the trail leading to the camp to be discovered by a counsellor on her way to the showers the next morning. Two months before the murders, during a staff training session, a counsellor's tent was broken into and a note was found declaring that the three girls would be murdered, but for some reason they dismissed that as a prank and didn't take it seriously. I don't know, what would you say yeah. to that? Would you think it was a prank? I mean, I don't no. know, I think I would have maybe at least had someone guard their tent just in case it was real. I mean, it, that's probably a prank as an odd take, let's be honest. Yeah, it's pretty shitty prank to do, especially if it's just like a a little kids scout ground 
unless it was one of the councillors, I don't know, but people started reporting odd animal noises, lights, and two suspicious men near the camp on the night of the murders. The murders remain unsolved, and no girls have scouts, no, no girl scouts have cra- cramped there. God's sake. Has <laughs> cramped there since. <laughs> or cramped or crapped. cramped I'm sort of thinking of the implying with the animal noises that the two suspicious men were maybe Bigfoot I don't think Bigfoot would do that No, and Bigfoot even sexually do that. I don't think they're paedophiles <laughs> Bigfoot are <laughs> paedophiles <laughs> it's a fact Bigfoot hate pedos yeah exactly <clears throat> there's a place in Oklahoma called the Purple Church where they worship the artists formerly known as Prince. No, they don't. I'm joking. They don't do that. I wish they did. So. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? I believed you for basically you told me you were joking. <laughs> it's actually a satanic cult that performed terrible rituals. Of course, the satanic panic and all that pish. It actually used to be um, a full-on church in this area. And it's outside of Spencer, Oklahoma. And it's the remnants of a structure that's full of all kinds of satanic symbols. But, you know, that happens with a lot of abandoned buildings where people will just break in and graffiti lots of edgy satanic symbols on it. And then people think that they're worshipping the devil in there, except they're just being goths, aren't they? Yeah. Because it looks creepy. May as well make it look even creepier. It's a concrete foundation with stairs leading to a spooky basement. And they call it the Purple Church. According to the legend, the Purple Church has a long history of being used for dark purposes. It's said that Sean Sellers, a teenager that killed both of his parents and a convenience store clerk, carried out disturbing satanic rituals there. They say that when a full moon coincides with a Saturday, the Satanists gather at the Purple Church to sacrifice virgins. <laughs> don't they don't? To sacrifice what? Virgins. <laughs> I thought you said Furbies. <laughs> The place is allegedly crawling with paranormal activity. It's known for ghosts, floating lights, and the stench of death. They've been chased. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> people have been chased away by people in robes, armed men, and even trucks with their headlights off. And it's said that nails are thrown into the nearby roads to leave people in passing cars stranded and helpless. That's a bit petty. I mean. But it's on private land, so if you go out looking for it, you have to get permission from the landowners to go down the stairs into the creepy basement. So, I mean, I'll send you a picture of it, Mark. It just looks like a gaping hole. No, sorry, I didn't mean to say it that way. I honestly, I didn't mean it to say it that way. <laughs> right, I'm going to skip a few, right, because I want to get to the Twin Peaks thing. So, these are owls, Mark. But they're not just any old owls. The owls are not what they seem. Okay. Vampiric witches called Stikini change into owls to eat human hearts. The Stikini oh. are the type of vampire witch people in the semi-noli lore. The Seminole, a Native American tribe, brought the Stikini to Oklahoma with them when they were forced to relocate to the area, which is, I think, maybe part of the Trail of Tears. I don't know. It is believed that these creatures appear as normal humans by day. And this is the fucked up part. At night, they vomit up their internal organs, hide them in the woods, and then transform into owls who stalk the night, feasting on human hearts. After ripping out enough human hearts to feel satisfied, the Stikini return back to the woods where they swallow their organs again in order to regain their human shape. And if you hear their cry, you will die. That right? There is a sound fun. I like. Yeah, them. it does sound very Twin Peaks. There's a large population of Stikini near Sasqua, Oklahoma, in a place called Stickland, which is named after them, I suppose. Which is also famous for bizarre supernatural activity. I mean, was Stickland named after the Stikini or the Stikini name the place? I don't know. 
Okay, what you mean, yeah. I'm so fucking tired. What came first, the stickini or the stickland? Yeah, yeah, I mean, then there's the octopus that I mentioned. So this is a cryptic, cryptid side of Oklahoma. Um, an unusual number of drowning deaths in Oklahoma's seemingly calm and peaceful lakes. Maybe they're drowning because it's so still. Uh, I don't know, sometimes... does that ha- Is that a thing, if there's really still water? You think it's maybe not as deep as it as it is and then you just sink i don't know if that's there's a there's some sort of saying about swimming in still water isn't there right. still water something something oh god we've really learned our lessons haven't we Mark? <laughs> <laughs> all these drownings have been blamed on a giant killer octopus like creature that lurks in oklahoma's waters it has been circulating for centuries like lake thunderbird lake 10 killer how they've got the coolest names in oklahoma honestly lake 10 killer and lake Oolaga received the most attention. <laughs> That's the gay lake. Oolaga. <laughs> That's James Corden pretending Ooh. to be a gay lake. Oolaga. <laughs> they received the most attention from monster hunters and enthusiasts far and wide. There's actual monster hunters? I thought that was just in a computer game. Uh, I also assumed they weren't real, but I mean, that's cool that they are. Right. Uh, yeah, cool that they are. I don't want people killing monsters. No, it's not cool that they are. Unless Fuck it's monsters. Maybe they don't mean it literally like monster, like hunting monsters. Maybe they're just like, you know, like ghost hunters where they're just wanting to spot them. Eh? They're just finding them. They're not killing them. Yeah, they just want to find them and get proof that they're there, not that they want to go and slaughter the lot of them and commit a genocide. According to the myth, the Oklahoma octopus uses its many arms to drag swimmers down to the deepest depths of the lakes and eats them. So, uh, like, your guinea pig monster uh what's it called there <laughs> right. Guinea. while there's messy guinea pig yeah while there's no photographic evidence of the monster that hasn't stopped crypto fanatics from wondering might what might be down there i mean i don't know i thought octopuses don't live in lakes they live in salt water but it's a octopus lake creature uh i've really got much else i mean most of them are just like ghost stories but there's one i'll just leave you with and it's called the hex house again it's similar to the wizard thing except she wasn't a nice wizard or witch she was a bit of a a bitch witch (laughs) bitch witch she practiced witchcraft and mind control and this is in 1944 so not in the too far distant past a police investigation revealed a small casket with a dog's carcass buried in the backyard of a tulsa home oh you shouldn't count dogs no, well, no, of course she didn't. Along with two women that had been living in terrifying conditions for seven years. Sounds a bit like La- um, Silence of the Lambs, Buffalo Bill's house with a dog and everything, but he loved his dog, so he wouldn't have killed it. No. There, I mean, that, 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 not that that redeems what he was doing, it you know? Does, it does redeem <laughs> I mean, what he was doing. He loved his dog, so it was fine. He, he liked to skin women, so what? He made his as long as you didn't skin dogs still a good guy their captor was called carol ann smith she beat them in the name of a cult she devised and forced them to live under her hypnotic control now i don't know about this like how can you force anyone to live under your hypnotic control i mean i'm just skeptical no i get what you mean like either yeah (laughs) either you have hypnotic powers well, it gets worse like because you can't force people to agree that you have hypnotic powers and then actually work on it. I, mean, I don't understand. If she was holding them at knife point or threatening them with a weapon, maybe, yeah. But like the victims apparently they handed over their paychecks to her while she stashed them away in an unheated basement. What the paychecks or the women? I'm not quite sure which <laughs> why one not is which. Okay, I'm just like wondering why you would put paychecks in a nice, like in an unheated basement. What relevance does that have? The investigation began when Smith tried to get her eight World War Two ration book, not get eight World War Two ration books for herself, using the names of the women, a bunch of fake names, and even her dead dog's name. <laughs> what was her dog's dead dog's name? Can you get a ration book, please, for Fluffy? That's exactly what I thought it was. No second name. <laughs> Miss Tiddles needs her fucking ration. Police found the two women, Neil Willetta Horner and Virginia Evans. They were sleeping in blanketless crates in the basement, living in rags and half starved, while Smith lived above them in total luxury. Why did they not just walk out? Yeah. That's what I don't, unless she was locking them there, I guess. Maybe they were into it. Not to victim blame. Smith's home was full of books on witchcraft, magnetism, and mind control magnetism is like a type of hypnotism, isn't it? Oh. But no one is sure 
how she managed to bend two people so completely to her will. Smith served a year in jail for perjury in her home, which came to be known as the Hex House, was a favourite Halloween spot for local teens for decades. She only got a year in jail? Did she hypnotise the jury? What was going on there? It's weird she only got a year in jail. It's also weird that it became a a local spot for teenagers because if she only got a year in jail, surely by the following Halloween she was already back home. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe she died. Maybe they mean later on after she'd gone or something like that it became known as the Hex House. But yeah, there's a a whole load of other stuff about ghosts and... you know, I, I kind of need to wrap this up because my throat's closing in on me right That's now. That's a fair reason to wrap up. It's not the witch, I hope. I need the wizard to cure you me. You need the wizard. The wizard will cure all. Send that moth my way, Mark, please. Oh, I hate moths. They're dusty, horrible things. I actually don't. <laughs> Too late. It's on route. Oh, no. <laughs> it was one of those big tiger moth things and that's fine but it's the wee dusty ones i just can't stand oh no it's a a, a, well it was i don't know where it's gone now it was a big bitch okay (laughs) right well that's um some stories about maryland which i kind of really want to visit now yeah i want to visit both and i didn't know anything about either of them before yeah i think tulsa's like lots of country music and things yeah i'd like to see the hex house and maybe go down into the purple church but yeah. you need, again, you need to get permission from the landowner, otherwise you'll have other problems. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gun, guns. Dogs. I don't know. That, see, that's what I worry about in America, because I've only ever been to Florida, and I guess that's quite gun-happy. Wasn't there a story where there was a couple of British tourists, like a couple of young guys, and they happened to walk into the wrong area and got shot? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that put the fear into me about if kind of going to America because I just think who's got a gun and who's going to shoot me at any I point. That's the thing, like you know, when you go to some developing countries, if they're like, oh, mm-hmm. if you're traveling in this direction, like make sure you get hotel transport and stuff like that. That's really serious. Yeah, the cartel. Uh-huh. Those guys, like you don't really think of America that way because it's like yeah. arguably more developed than we are. So you don't think of. Like, let's face facts, there's some dodgy bits in Glasgow, but they're not so dodgy that it's like you literally can't walk through them without being shot. Like, that's quite severe. Yeah, exactly. But then maybe it's just been what the media are feeding me. Because there seems to be like a, an active shooter pretty much every month now that comes up on my timeline. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> it's just like, why is no one doing anything? Like, yes, Biden talks crazy. a lot, but he's not... So to the American listeners out there, I hope we didn't offend you too much because, you know, or if you live in Maryland and Oklahoma, I apologise. <laughs> I think we're being very um, nice about both places. We want yeah, to just, in, just, you know, because I don't really, I, I don't claim to be an expert in any of your states. I was just looking into the myths and legends of it. So, I mean, if you've got any you want to share with us, then feel free to get in touch if you want through Twitter or Facebook. That would be cool. Or if yeah. you're from another state in America that we've never covered anything in and you think mm-hmm. there's like interesting stuff we should cover, tell us. Yeah, exactly. Or if you don't live in America, <laughs> maybe you live in South America or the Far East and you want to tell us about your local monsters, go ahead, or myths. I'd be, oh, we'd be very happy and open to hear about them. Right, well, I think I better stop it now because I'm about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want to pick a number before you die for next oh, week? Oh shit, sorry, yeah. Uh, if you if you rejigged them all, because every time I pick one, you need to renumber them, don't you? I have, yes, they are rejigged, so we're at 28 at the moment. I'm going to go for number six. Uh, okay, number six is, strangely because it links to Maryland, Germany. Germany! What, Germany! Just Germany. That's Germany. Just quite... Germany. All right. <laughs> just literally anything at all to do with Germany. All right, then. That was cool. I'm sure there's plenty of myths and dodgy ones in Germany so we can cover. Yeah, I think that'll be good. All right. One for the Germans out there that listen to us. Indeed. Okay, well, I'm off to try and seek out the wizard moth. Don't know about you, Mark. What are you up to? Probably just going to go to sleep. Ah, well. And, <laughs> and and you're not scared of the dark now because... I'm not. The wizard fixed it. Yay. Hooray for the wizard. We're off to see the wizard. The wonderful Bye. Of West Bye. 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 Bye.